Hey everybody, welcome to Speak Brave Podcast. This is your host, Mark Guy. Hope you have a great day. Today I'd like to introduce to you my friend, a business leader in the community, president of Columna Agency, Toastmasters associate, and a wonderful business mentor, Jackie Columna. Is that right? That's right, Jackie. Hey Jackie, welcome to the show. Hi Mark, welcome. Thanks for having me. Uh, it's my pleasure to have you. Um, thank you for coming out and sharing your wisdom with us. I, I've been following your uh, business career from the, from afar, and I admire and respect the work that you do in, in your industry, in your niche. So that's why I wanted you to come on the show and share some of your secrets, some of your strategies, and some things that you deal with daily. Thank you. Thanks. I will try my best. Okay. Uh, Jackie, what, what is going on in your world just now? you tell us? Um, a little bit about me. Obviously, I'm the president of Columna Agency, and uh, my agency was established about three years ago. And right now, I am in the process of expanding my services, as you and I discussed. You know, I have insurance and accounting services, uh, and initially, I started mainly my focus on the insurance side. Now, I'm looking to expand it into my accounting portfolio and being involved in the community, trying to network and build a business. Mm-hmm. So, business leader, what kind of challenges do you run into in building the foundation of your strong business now? Um, building initially, obviously, with slow steps, you know, building with purpose. Uh, the challenges are opening doors, getting the foot traffic, making the right connections. Um, getting the phone to ring <laughs> as a new business you can sit there with, with no foot traffic and no client base finding that harvesting where it can come from um, whether it be by marketing or by networking getting that that phone to ring and getting um, getting your business going challenges as in having the correct um, resources Um, those are things you have to overcome as you start a business but as I mentioned before um, having a strong foundation from the beginning having a good business plan having a vision for your business um, having a purpose and going out there um, trying to come out of your shell if you will and push yourself to do things that normally you would not do if you're shy or you're not a public speaker or you're afraid of rejection. Sometimes you have to have a little bit of an out-of-body experience where I've sat at people's places in my car to solicit business or whatnot, and I've driven out of the parking lot, and I've actually made myself drive back and say, no, you're going to go in there, you're going to get a no, but you're going to go in there, you're going to get a no. Um, pushing yourself that's how you overcome some of the barriers especially as a small business when you're starting um, just putting yourself pushing yourself out of your comfort zone Um, and and you're gonna face challenges no matter what as a new business when you're in growth mode those are those are its own separate challenges Um, when you decide to add more um, resources or more values or more services and you just have to make sure that you take it one step at a time, but have a vision, preferably one that's written down as well, so that you can tweak and it can help you keep your focus. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I appreciate uh, your candor. I appreciate your candor where you found yourself in a parking lot mm-hmm. of uh, 
prospect. Yes. And, and it's, it's a daunting ta- task, right? Yeah. Um, to put yourself out there, to be vulnerable. And essentially, you put yourself in front of a re- rejection. Of a rejection. Possibly. Yes. Right? Yes. So you overcome that. And that, that couldn't have been easy to do. No, it's not. I, I'll give you an illustration. I don't know if you remember the days back when you started Toastmaster. <laughs> Were you a public, a good public speaker back then? I was, I was not good at all. Not good at all. Okay. It's but terrible. you remember the jitters and you remember the sweaty palms and you remember that's kind of like what it feels like when you're a person that you're not used to um, having that salesmanship, if you will, of selling your business, of selling your, your service, of um, of getting people to engage in why they should do business with you. And so those are the same feelings that you have. So when I sit in a parking lot trying to go into a prospect's business so that they can do business with me or send me referrals or just make a connection, you sit in that car and you wonder and you you tell yourself, you know, I'm going to get a rejection. And and you, you turn around and you leave. But making yourself turn around and go back and say no, you have to at least try and get that no. That's like more than half of the battle. And even though I'm not being negative and, and telling yourself you're going to get a no, obviously, but pushing yourself past those boundaries will eventually become easier and easier for you to make those connections, to seek those, um, those you know, uh, business contacts and harvest that relationship. Right. Plus you learn, right? You and learn, you learn. You become more confident. You measure right your um, actions and your stra- uh, your output, and yeah. you become better and better. And right? your strategies, you sharpen those strategies too. Okay. Well, this is very exciting to me. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for sharing, um, Jackie. Would you share with us who are or who were your mentors or who are your mentors that you would like to emulate, uh, keep in contact with, and who have taught you the things that you know now? That's a great question. I always tell my mentor that obviously I self-appointed him because I picked him and I said, you're going to be my mentor. Um, I think it comes down to character. And if you if you see that person, that per, the way that person does business, the way they conduct themselves, their values, their ethics, and you see their success, I, I mean, I don't think you can pick a better mentor. You know, even if you Tell them, I'm going to pick you as my mentor and I want to do what you do. Uh, kind of like I want to be what you, you know, want to be like you when I grow up. Um, when I initially thought of the idea of becoming a business owner, establishing my own agency, I did just that. I picked the person that uh, we had a already interactive relationship through my previous employer and, and what I used to do. Um, I would provide the service for that person. And so I was a point of contact, if you will. And uh, I liked their value, their, when we spoke over the phone. It was just a lot of similarities in the way that um, we conducted ourselves and the way we wanted to do business. And I, and I went and I, I said, can I have a lunch date with you? Or, a, or excuse me, not a date, obviously, but a, you know, a um, one-to-one so we can find out more about each other. Let me pick your brain. I have this idea. What are your thoughts? What do you recommend? Tell me your trial and errors and um, tell me where I should go. Obviously, you learn your own trial and errors. You go through those, right. and which you have to overcome. But it's a good base for you to um, why re- reinvent the wheel. Someone's already trying to, obviously, if they're willing, help you and, and teach you. And maybe not necessarily 
tell you everything, but give you an idea, a path that again, you can write down and become and make it become your vision and, and work that towards that. So if I understand you, or I heard you right, you were very intentional in selecting a mentor or a group of mentors for your success. Um, you look for someone who has high integrity. Correct. Um, so that's honesty, following up, keeping promises, mm-hmm. uh, being honest with themselves. And, of course. And with the business. Team. And I think, we've, I think a lot of people forget that. Mm-hmm. To really find a mentor with integrity, and yes. I think it's it's I think it's a mistake. Absolutely, not to do that. their values and um, again, their their the way they they handle themselves speaks of you as well as what you want to do and where you want to go. Um, plus, it'll be a great fit. I mean, you you are following someone's lead that is helping you establish a business or not necessarily helping you establish a business, but helping you organize yourself. So it'll be a perfect fit and a perfect model for you to, to emulate. Right, and that's a good, um, um, it's a good advice mm-hmm. right, for everyone. Jackie, would you mind sharing what is your greatest failure so far and what have you learned from it? My greatest failure It's just basically not, I mean, I I couldn't tell you I have the greatest failure. Um, Pushing myself more, maybe I can push myself more, do more than what I already do. Um, Even those times where my fears defeated me, probably pushing back more, but as, as far as failures in my business, not necessarily something that I've done wrong, but just something that I could probably research better, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, it's having a plan, having the willingness to change, adapt, exactly, um, and not be hard on yourself. You know, you, you kind of have to just pick yourself back up and say, okay, let's just fix it moving forward. Mm, okay. I really like that. Uh, I really like what you said, not to be hard on yourself. I think sometimes I'm very hard on myself yes. from time to time. We're our worst critic, and that can also already add onto our plate of guilt or fear yes, more. Right. I, I, I agree with that. So you are a very busy professional. How do you how do you find time to invest in your self growth? How do you schedule your work and uh, leisure time in a way that keeps you growing and and that you are challenged not to stay in the same place? What are, what are your um, thoughts on that? As a business owner, I'm just going to tell you that there's very little of that leisure time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you are always 24-7 working. And I mean that, obviously, you have some sleep hours, but you are always on call Saturdays, Sundays, holidays. Um, it does get to a point where you have to strike a balance and you have to make a decision well do I make my next sale or do I make my next service? 
and get paid or do I really step back and give me some time to breathe? Initially, in the beginning, we're all hungry. We're so hungry and we want it all and, and, and we want to be there for our clients, you know, regardless of time and barrier. But as you get into it, that can wear out on you. And so you have to, like you said, make time for yourself. Um, I do, at this particular moment, I am driving a lot. So I drive a lot. Um, I shuttle my kids around. So for me, I don't have time to watch television. I do many more personal things. So in the car, it's my mental moment where I disconnect, and that's my hour, whether it's you know commuting to and from, um, so I can give myself that downtime and that disconnect time for me. That's my leisure time. Self-education and self-development, because of my industry, I have to continuously be abreast of, of the new laws and um, licensing that I have to get done. So I just have to schedule those in. I have to get it done, um, obviously, for both um, professional reasons and personal reasons. There's nothing worse than you talking to a client and you are outdated in information. So you want to know that what you are talking about or discussing or helping your client with is the most current information out there. Um, I think that's going to speak volumes. So if you start talking to your client and your information is not there, um, then it's that's going to come out to light eventually. It's a disadvantage. Yeah. It's a disadvantage in, in your um, business credibility, right? In, Absolutely. In business credibility. Because they ask. Yeah. A client will come and ask you a question, and you better believe they're going to go to another tax professional or another insurance professional and ask the same question. And when the information doesn't match, they'll kind of come back to you or they'll say, well, can you believe such and such said this? What are your thoughts on that? So they kind of test you. Right. I've had a lot of those. And so if you're not up to date in your um, uh, education or your development and information that you give and the data that you share, it, you could easily be questioned and like you said, your credibility be put, be put to um, risk. Uh, this brings me to a question related to this discussion, uh, Jackie. In your opinion, what is the most important ingredient for business success? My most important ingredient for business success is to definitely, definitely have a plan. Mm -hmm. um, when you start your business, as I did, you have to write down your, your um, business plan. Uh, you have to write down your mission, your vision, where you want to be, your goals. How are you going to get there? Are you going to market? Are you going to? How are you going to market? Down to the type of marketing and 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 um, and the resources you're going to use, the funds. Be realistic uh, on your on your financials, because if you don't have anything set in stone eventually that's a good foundation to start with eventually you can grow your business but you'll have a crack in that foundation uh, you could definitely scale a business whether it is something that you're starting from home um, starting little by little uh, or just full force starting and opening up a business like i did mm -hmm. but if you don't have realistic financial goals um, and measurable and what will it take for you to break even this month? What will it take for you to make a profit next month? Um, doing your research, uh, on your even on your demographics, what are you working with? What, what area? What type of products can you sell? 
what is what is it going to take? How many products do I have to sell? How many services do I have to provide to stay within that profitable margin? All those things, that's your business plan. That's your vision. And you can tweak that along the line. So as I said about the crack, if you start a business without having that, at least that preliminary on paper, you can be successful. But eventually the weight of that success is going to start crashing down on you. And that's your crack in your foundation. Uh, and I remember that from having a conversation with another business owner where he literally called me and said to me, I have a crack in my foundation. And I thought that was such an awesome concept because I said to him, you don't have anything in goals, or any goals written down. Mm-hmm. You do have a successful business, but you don't know how to scale it from here. You don't know what the next stage is. You don't know how to over- overcome those hurdles and those challenges of growth. Growth is great, but if you don't have a stability in that base, that foundation, then it can come with some risk or with with challenges of not knowing how to move past that point. So I told him you have to go back to point A, you know, and, and write that business plan. It may seem that it's too late, but it's never too late. He had to literally get there and write a business plan and say, okay, as if he was starting from scratch, fast forward it to the, you know, time, place and time he's in now, and then move forward. And a great thing about a business plan is that you can always modify it. As a matter of fact, you have to revisit it at least yearly, if not every six months or quarterly. Make adjustments, mental notes um, of where you are, where you want to be, how you want to get there, what tools you need, what resources you have. And, it, and it's not a judgmental thing. It's, it's something to build upon. This brings so many other points of discussion. When you create your business plan, do you use pen and paper do you use pen and paper and some type of tools or software or do you use big whiteboards <laughs> what, you know you that's, an, us, that's um, an interesting idea a I lot mean, of people a lot of people think that you have to sit there and use pen and paper or some fancy form and there are certain tools out there to be honest the way i created mine google it you Google it, I can say that on the, on the interview. Sure, sure. There's a lot of templates out there. Okay. You'll download a template. It's like a 15, 20, some odd pages. And it, they're so easy because it's it, it'll give you questions and you insert your answers. So that's, that's an idea. And that's okay. what helped me, believe it or not. I don't have the answer to everything, so that helped me. The board, the vision board. A lot of people like the vision board. I am not that creative. Unfortunately, I can't clip things and put things together, but I can tell you that I can answer questions. So that method worked for me. Um, A lot of people say, well, I have it all in my head, and that's a great thing. Mm -hmm. I remember the first year I used to carry around this orange little binder. It was about half an inch thick. That was my business plan. I actually did the template, filled in whatever I could, and a lot of things you're not going to have an answer for. But you know what? That's your homework. That is your research that you have to do uh, to plug in those values and talk to your mentor, talk to people in the industry. A lot of people think, uh, business owners included, that just because you do the same thing, you, someone else is not willing to share. And that may be sometimes the case, but you'll be surprised. Other business owners love to share ideas. Even if you are in the same industry, there's plenty for everybody. and. Chances are, if you find somebody that is unwilling to give you that information or to share, you really don't want to be around that person anyway. That's not a good influence within your business or your social circle. You know, um, Move on to someone else. Ask questions. 
Uh, I think the people who are successful want to and give that advice and tell you what the do's and don'ts are and what's worked for them. And likewise, what works for one person may not work for another. Right. But definitely that business plan is good. That was like my my blanket, if you will. I, every every day, I, the first thing I did, I came to the office and I took out that orange binder. And I reviewed my notes because, as I mentioned before, the phone's not ringing, right? So what do you do? You have plenty of time to research, to think, to do more, to invest that time in your business because later on, that's your foundation, remember. Later on, you're not going to have time to do that. You only have time to improve upon it. I love it. I, and I'm very grateful for you sharing this so open, openly and some, with such candor. Jackie, I know uh, we met through Toastmasters, mm-hmm. and I'm very fortunate uh, that we have come in contact with that way. Also, some time ago, you have invited me to participate in an open house for a BNI chapter. That you are involved with. And I felt that was very gracious of you to invite another professionals and myself and others to come and visit your chapter. And I also understand that you recently received a very prestigious award from BNI. Um, Would you mind sharing with us what that journey has been through BNI? What have you learned and how are you connected and how is that helping you now? Well, for those who have, for those people who don't know what BNI is, um, BNI is uh, a network um, organization. Uh, basically, you are part of the chapter uh, that could be local in your area, and it's a uh, one seat per class or per profession, if you will. Um, and basically, you it's a group of individuals who are there for the purpose of passing referrals and growing your business. And throughout the organization, they have a lot of great opportunities without getting too much into the organization itself, but they have a lot of great opportunities. Um, The purpose is, though, to promote yourself, make connections, meet other professionals, and get a chance to give, and in return, you gain, which is what their business um, model is, givers gain. And so my award this year was, uh, thankfully and honorably, I was the 2018 Givers Gain Recipient. Uh, what that means is it's the member that has given or contributed to the chapter the most. Uh, and you do that obviously freely, you know, freely, willingly. You participate, you pass referrals, you make other businesses grow. Not necessarily monetarily, but you, you, you invest in the chapter, in its growth. Um, because the more that the organization or the chapter grows, again, givers gain. You give into it and, you know, um, it'll in return give back to you. So I was I was um, recognized 2018 Givers Gain uh, recipient this year by my chapter because I believe in that. I believe in giving back to the community, giving back to other people, other entrepreneurs. Um, if you grow, I grow, both professionally and personally, making connections. Uh, everything's not about what do I get in life. And the reason I like this organization is because that is their business model. It's giver's gain, meaning you give on to others and others will give on to you, basically. Um, and, and it'll come full circle. Yeah. So I was very honored to receive that, that award. So is that how you feel, honor? I mean, what are the feelings? You have pride, like accomplishment? Absolutely. Like it's a, a great it's joy. a great accomplishment. It's you um, Basically, you're recognized as well in front of other chapters. Uh, for being the chapter member who received that award and 
you feel pride for giving back to, to or contributing to your chapter, giving to the community, giving to the other businesses. Um, and in turn, you get that recognition back, and, and that makes you feel proud because people want to reciprocate that. Mm-hmm. I understand that. Thank you, and congratulations. Uh, Thank very, you. Very proud uh, that you are sharing this with the community and the work that you do. Jackie, mm-hmm. coming to the close of this conversation, I learned so much in a short period of time. Would you mind sharing with us what is next for you and the best way for future partners and business associates to contact you so they would like to work with you? Well, thank you. Thanks for that. Um, the next chapter for Columna Agency, we're going into our fourth year of being established, is growing our accounting uh, department. Uh, initially, I was insurance and tax services. I now want to expand upon my accounting services with bookkeeping and a full-on accounting um, service available to my clients. Great, great referrals or resources for me or connections are small businesses who who are balancing everything. When you're a small business, you're certainly you're the advertising person, you're the administrator, you're your own accountant. You can't afford to pay someone else at the beginning. Everything. But as you grow, exactly, you're the mail person, you're the secretary. As you grow, you want to outsource that. So other business uh, professionals that are definitely in, in that stage where it's just starting to get a little overwhelming. They want advice as well as... Um, in their tax tax structure, do they have the correct tax structure for them? Are they okay being a sole proprietor, uh, a business, a corporation, an LLC? Those are some of the questions I get from my clients. So, basically, business owners who are in that developing stage and they want to outsource their services for their accounting services, it's there are the great connections for me. Or someone who has a question, you know, I I'm, I love to share information, which is why I thankfully got that um, that award. Is because I feel that giving is such an important part of of us, you know, of to to do for other people and and share your successes. I kind of just it gives me a lot of a lot of um, uh, re- like my soul. It just rewards my soul, you know. It's a lot of gratification, if you will, to to do that. Um, the if I can be reached at uh, Columna Agency, and our website is uh, www.columnaagency.com. My email address as well, it's Jackie at columnaagency.com. And then our phone number is 407-507-2686. Sounds great. I will put all the contact information attached and published when this podcast will be uh, released mm-hmm. and live, and so people can find you easily yes. and connect with you <laughs> and uh, start their business uh, relationship with you. Thank you. Thanks, Mark. Thank you, Jackie, for your time. Thanks. And thank you for your honesty and welcoming spirit. I have benefited quite a bit from this interview, and I hope you are as well. And uh, come back again and Thanks. share with us next year what, how that new phase in your business has grown and new lessons and new insight. Will you come back? Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you everyone for listening. Thank you everyone for listening. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe. Love your feedback and don't forget to speak brave. <laughs>